Hey guys, this is Talk Time with Hope. I'm Hope. Now let's do it. Let's get to it. It is another beautiful day here in the DFW, Texas area. And I hope it's a beautiful day wherever you are as well. So first I want to talk about how I almost never see females on bikes, like motorbikes. And today I saw two, two women on bikes, not at the same time and not at the same place, but I thought it was kind of interesting because it's almost an anomaly because the majority of motorbike riders are men, at least the majority that I've seen. Of course, I'm not saying there aren't female body uh, bodybuilders. There are female bodybuilders too. I have a friend that's one, but that's not, not what I wanted to talk about. There are female motorbike uh Riders, and I know that I've seen some throughout the years, but I've never seen two on one day. And these aren't like those crotch rockets, if you will. I don't even know if that's like politically correct to say, uh, but growing up, that's what they called those ones the bikes, the motorbikes that go really, really fast. They call them crotch rockets, but um, those aren't the ones I was uh, talking about that I'm talking about. I'm talking about those almost like those Harley Davidson bikes. Um, and these, and it's funny because both women uh, weren't wearing a helmet and they just looked bad arse, man. Like they rock. And I think, you know, it's hot. It's like women on bikes, it's a hot, like it's not like hot, literally, oh my God, it's hot. Cause I'm sure they're like, oh my God, it's hot. Cause the sun is out and it's Texas. But when I'm refer, what I'm referring to is the word hot. Like they're hot. Like people, I think people on bikes are hot in general. Like they, they look hot. You know what I'm saying? So that's just my opinion. You might not like it. You might not think those people are hot and they're rocking it, but I think they rock it and I think they're cool. And shout out to women that are motorbike riders. Yeah, I'm trying to make sure I'm saying that correctly, but yeah, I think it's just, uh, I don't know. I think it's just cool. It makes me almost kind of want to get out there and, and try, try riding on a motorbike, on a motorbike myself. But I'm thinking I'll probably start with like a little Vespa. Um, cause I've, I think I've been on two motorbikes in my life. One, when I was a kid, one of my uncles, he had a motorbike. I think he had a Harley or something close to it. And I remember being on that. And then when I was in Hawaii, there was a guy that gave me a ride on his crotch rocket and that scared the freaking heck out of me like that was scary so i'm thinking you know i'll probably just do the vespa and keep it safe uh and if i uh, if i ever was to like want to go a step further than the vespa then i'd probably go on like one of those cool looking bikes that i saw today which is like two wheels in the back and one wheel in the front it's a little more my pace it's a little bit safer for me i think i i think i would probably have an accident on a motorbike i'm not wishing that on myself but I, um, I don't know. I just don't see myself doing the motorbike very well and that's okay. That's what Vespas are for and other kinds of motorbikes that are safer. And I'd probably wear one of those helmets because I know crashing in one of those things would not be fun. But the point of what I'm trying to say is women on motorbikes, it's hot. It's awesome. They rock. And, uh, I, I just, I wonder why we don't see more women on motorbikes. And some of you are probably like, uh, hello, duh, hope, because motorbikes are dangerous and people die on them and men aren't that smart <laughs> and I've heard that I've heard that argument before but uh no I'm not saying men aren't smart or as smart as women personally I think women are smarter but that's just me don't hate me don't hate on me little bias there 
All right. So uh, the main topic, though, I want to talk about today is why rideshare driving? Why am I a rideshare driver? And like what got me into rideshare driving? People ask me that a lot. Uh, Passengers always ask me like, you know, do I do anything else on the side? And I don't do anything else on the side right now other than podcasting and hopefully soon writing. But uh, it all goes back down or goes back to 2018. Because in 2018 is when I decided to leave Saudi Arabia. And I came back home at the end of October. And I promised myself that I would do nothing as far as work. I would only just kind of have a true vacation from doing any kind of work. And I did that for around two months. And it was at the very end of December of 2018 that I decided to start um, doing the rideshare thing. And I started with one just because I wanted to get my feet wet and uh, did wanted to see how kind of it worked, how it works and stuff before I decided to do more than one of the rideshare companies or going with one more than one of the rideshare companies. And, I, you know, why though? Why? I mean, I've got, you might wonder, but I've, uh, for people who know me, I've got a college degree, BA in psychology. I have international experience. I was in the military. I've had a lot of name tags really and which has given me a lot of experience so I I don't regret that I never stayed with like one company for 25-30 years. I love that I've had this gypsy uh, soul about me which has had me uh, given me the opportunity to do a lot of jobs and travel to a lot of places move around here and there because I've met some amazing people uh, because of that. So I I think I just I really did not want to get into a job really quick after I got back from Saudi. And driving for the rideshare apps, uh, it gives me a lot of freedom. And that's, that's really what it was. It gave me freedom in the sense that I didn't have a boss to tell me, you know, this or that. I didn't have anybody telling me what schedule I had to work. I make my own schedule, make my own hours. And I can go tinkle whenever I want. And yes, yes, that is important to be able to tinkle whenever you want because when I had a job with um, sorry when I had a job as a teacher uh, there were times where teachers were not allowed to just go to the bathroom I thought that was crazy because we weren't teaching kids we weren't teaching little ones that were going to cut themselves or eat the uh, the glue or anything we were teaching college students oh my god and yes yes some of sometimes some of them did act like children. And I get that. But the fact was that we're college students and leaving the classroom to go to the bathroom to go tinkle should have been a big deal. But, you know, they ran it the way they wanted to run it. And they didn't want us leaving that classroom. And I'm like, I think one time I told one of my managers, it's not like they're going to be like hanging from the chandelier when I come back. And she didn't find it very funny. I found it quite funny, but you know, she didn't and she was the manager. So not going to the bathroom became like a habit. So I'm, I'm, I'm digging the fact that I can make my own schedule, have no boss and tinkle whenever I want to. Um, meaning I can take a break, shut the apps off and go to the bathroom whenever I want to. 
Uh, I can't really tinkle whenever I want to because then I would tinkle in my pants and my car seat would get really nasty. And yeah, you know what I mean. I'm 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 a dork and I'm just trying to be uh, have give some laughter to uh, to this day. And and you know my jokes may not be the greatest, but they're funny to me. And you know that's all that matters, right? Yeah, that's all that matters. Maybe. So. I'm actually playing around with some apps and uh, I was looking at one of the apps because I, I want to do some stuff in the background that might be a, uh, might be funny to you guys. Maybe, maybe not. And I am shuffling some paper because I've actually written some notes on the things that I want to talk about. Yes, I'm already starting to get a little bit organized and I'm already starting to evolve and hoping to make my podcast episodes even better. So, back to the point or the main subject. Why rideshare driving? So, yes, I needed to do something in order to make some income, but I didn't want to get into any kind of serious commitment to any jobs. So, I didn't go for any, like, actual job jobs similar to what I was doing before or trying a new career field altogether because I needed to think about what exactly did I want to go into and I was also hoping to get into some writing get into more writing uh, once I came back from Saudi but then what happened was this is what happened then in February fast forward to February of 2019 I got diagnosed with cancer again basically your cancer came back hope and we're very sorry and that put a you know that that paused everything that there was no way that I was going to be able to apply to jobs and be successful I mean it's not like I could go to a job and say hey I'd love to work with you guys thank you for the opportunity just FYI, I've been diagnosed with cancer for the second time and I'll probably miss a lot of time, a lot of days, I'll probably have a lot of days off because I'm going through chemotherapy and I just don't know what the outcome's going to be. But hey, you know, if you guys are cool with that, I can start tomorrow. I just didn't think that it was going to go that route. Like who's going to want to hire a newly diagnosed cancer patient, especially somebody that was going through cancer for the second time? Um, perhaps I was wrong. Perhaps I am wrong. Maybe there would have been a company or companies that would have taken a chance on me. But realistically, I knew that that was not the case. And I didn't want to go putting in resumes and, jo- and doing job interviews because of the medical condition that I was in. So I said, all right, rideshare driving it is. And I continued to do rideshare driving even when I was going through treatment. So, of course, I didn't drive every day. I couldn't drive every day. The treatment was a heck on my body. It really was a lot of pain. And there were times where I just couldn't get out of the bed. And so, of course, there, there was going to be no driving on certain days. But on other days, I had more energy. And even if I didn't feel 100%, I needed to make money. So I went out and, and I would drive even when I probably shouldn't have been driving, but it never was dangerous. I, I never would ever put a passenger in, in, um, in a, in a, in a situation where, um, I would have wrecked or anything from, 
from going through treatment. I knew my body, I knew what I could do. And even if I didn't drive a lot that day, I drove a little bit and I made a little bit of money. Um, so it, it was all good. And then slowly as I started to get better and as the cancer treatments were coming to a close and then after the cancer treatments closed, uh, not closed, but that chapter was closed uh, last July, I just decided to keep driving for, for the rideshare uh, apps because uh, the money was good. Once I started having that energy to drive all the time, um, I was making making a lot more money than I had been. And the fact that I had no boss, made my own schedule, was you know the incentive to keep doing what I was doing. But I also want to share with you guys some of the things that motivated me to keep doing what I was doing. So these are kind of basically the, the pros of being a rideshare driver. I apologize if you guys can hear the bathtub in the neighbor's there we go. I think it's it's gone now. So sorry about that. Some of the pros of being a rideshare driver, um, and I really, really believe this is not just about the hours. It's not just about making my own schedule and having no boss. It, it's, it's the amazing conversations that I have gotten to have with amazing passengers. I have met people from all walks of life, and I have gotten to, you know, just be in a situation where I was really comfortable with seriously <laughs> the ba- I'm pretty sure you can hear that in the background and my window is completely closed but should have been in the car doing this podcast or doing this episode but nah, you got what you got guys so it wasn't that long of a, a background noise so um I uh I just you know just gonna keep going forward with these uh episodes even though the um the background the background noise oh gosh it's so you know what we're just gonna keep on pressing on and and it's it's still gonna be awesome even with that noise right yeah you hear me you guys agree yeah i thought you did (laughs) yes that's a down an app i downloaded today there's more from there's more than that. You guys just wait. Um, so conversations are amazing. I've been blessed to to meet so many different kind of people and and people with all kinds of stories to share that they've shared with me. I mean, I've prayed with people. People have prayed with me. Um, people have just been so open. I mean, being a rideshare driver is almost like being um, a counselor, a therapist even in bartender. I mean, bartenders, people talk to bartenders all the time and share their problems with them. And I've gotten to have that experience. So it's like being a bartender without the alcohol drinks involved. And, uh, that's been really an amazing experience. So I have to say, hands down, meeting people from all types of backgrounds and from all over the world and having these amazing conversations with them has to be the number one thing that I've really loved about driving as a rideshare driver, as being a rideshare driver. And uh, let's see, um, getting to know different areas, getting to know about different restaurants, different nature parks, different places around the DFW area has been really cool because I didn't know so much. I, I Coming back from Saudi Arabia, from being on being there on and off for nine years and coming back and kind of like rediscovering where I'm from and all the things that are around me. I think that's been really, really, really cool. And so there's a plus there as well. 
Uh, another plus would be just having the freedom to just do do more. Like, for example, if I feel like I've made enough money, I can take off. I can just take off for three or four days, which I did back in February. I went and saw my friend for her 50th birthday, and I saw some other friends while I was there. And I didn't have to get permission from anybody. Nobody had to sign off. I didn't have to find somebody to take my place. I just took off, just made the made the plan, put it in action, and off I went. And then when I came back, I came back when I was ready to come back. So being a rideshare driver, you you could take off three days, you can take off four days, you can take off a week. Heck, you can take off a year and then come back to it. I'm sure you'd have to like reapply and everything, but you know what I'm saying? I didn't there's no contract, there's no obligations, there's no worrying about somebody having to do my work because I'm not there. So that's definitely a definitely definitely a plus. And the last plus I'm going to talk about is like the 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 pay. So we get paid on a weekly basis. We you know put our bank information and we can get a um we can get a deposit, we can get our pay deposited every Monday. Or and this is a big or or we can get paid every day. You heard me. We can get paid every day. So let's say if I made $100 today, all I have to do is pay 50 cents and it goes right into my bank within a minute. I don't think it's more than a minute. It's there. It's there for me to start using. And that's a pretty awesome thing. So I've never had a job where I got paid every day. And some people may say, well, that's not a big deal, but it can be. What if you got an unexpected bill that came in the mail and for some reason you flaked and you didn't know about it? Because that stuff happens. And you're like, holy cow, I'm not going to get paid till, you know, Monday or I'm not going to get paid because some people get paid every two weeks. Or like me, when I was a teacher, we got paid once a month. That was that was weird getting paid once a month. But most people now get paid every two weeks or once a week. But with rideshare driving, you get paid every day. So That was really, really cool. Or that is really, really cool. And uh, I don't know how many jobs out there do that now. I think more like Instacart and all the gig, as quote unquote, they call it gig jobs, which are those jobs that are like driving for rideshare drivers, Instacart. um, Let's see, um, maybe even Amazon. I'm not too sure. But uh, the gig jobs, these new gig jobs with the technology of, being able to use your smartphone to do your job. Uh, I think they might all allow for daily, daily pay. And I think it's really cool. And even if people want to do it on a down, like a, like a part-time job, I think that's something to consider. Of course, once all this stuff gets back to normal. So yeah, those are the perks, the pros of driving. I mean, to being a rideshare driver, but there is also the the cons, right? With the pros, there are cons. And although I will say the pros beat the cons, and that's why I've stayed with this job as long as I have, is I because I would, if you know me, I would definitely not stay in a job where I'm not happy and I'm not satisfied. And believe it or not, and I know people might not believe me, but believe it or not, there is joy as a rideshare driver. There is fulfillment as a rideshare driver. There is purpose as a rideshare driver because I get to take people and that, yes, this actually goes into the pros. I get to take, I get to take people where they need to go. I mean, that's, I'm helping people and I see it as something that is essential even before the word essential employees came to be. But 
We're essential. We're getting people to where they need to go from A to B, from B to C and all the way to Z or Z, if you will, if that's how you like to say the, that letter. And, and that feels good to be able to know that I'm making a difference, that I'm helping. I mean, I helped this girl like calm down before she had her first date. And she shared with me that she hadn't dated in a while. And this was her first date. And, you know, she wanted my input on how she looked and blah, blah, blah. And it was so cool to be a part of that. This lady shared with me that her husband had recently died from cancer. And, you know, she just poured her heart out to me. And I felt so blessed that people would be open to share things that they have shared with me. There have been so many things that have been so positive from being a rideshare driver and being important and and getting people to where they need to get. um, It's just an amazing, amazing thing. And I will say the other day I got, uh, I got a ride. I, um, a lady ended up being pregnant. And when I say pregnant, dude, she was pregnant. Like she was about to burst. She had already had five contractions. I've never had a baby, but I'm pretty sure that's like this baby going to come out like any second now. And yes, I will admit that when she got in the car and she was saying goodbye to all her kids and she was telling me that she's about to have her baby. I did worry if she was going to be like literally going to have that baby in my car because I've read about that and I've seen like stories about people having babies in an uber or babies in a um in a taxi and i was like oh my god if she does if she's gonna have that baby in my car it's gonna make a mess in my car and don't hate me for thinking like that but that's actually one of the, one of the things i was thinking about i was like oh is she gonna have baby in my car and it's gonna mess it up but uh, then i started getting to talk to her more and and i could see she was like in a lot of pain like she was in pain And I was just like, holy cow, I feel so like, and she even said, this is my last baby. I'm not doing it anymore. She had four. And um, I was just like, oh, okay. But I talked to her, I calmed her down and I got her to her destination. And I felt really, really, really good that I got to be a part of that, that I got to help a lady get to her, to, to the hospital because her husband was at work and Children are not allowed because of COVID-19. Children are, allowed, are not allowed to escort people into the hospital or for, for uh, anything really right now. And so it was very unfortunate that she couldn't have her children and her, um, her relatives there that are young of young ages. And even though she probably would have loved to have had them with her and her husband to take her to the hospital, I got to be a part of that. And I'll cherish that experience and, and she was so great. She, she wanted to hug me when I, when I got her, you know, cause I got the guy's attention to get a wheelchair here to us. And it, it was like, she went to hug me, but she knew that, you know, we can't hug right now. And I just, just said, you know, I hope, I hope the baby comes out healthy and, and you guys are okay. So, uh, and she was just so grateful and yeah. So being a rideshare driver is, is, is more than just being a rideshare driver. There's just so much more to it. And I think, I think people don't really realize that. And I think also people put people down. Like, it, I mean, it's in everything. Any any service industry, there are going to be people that put people down, that act like they're better, they're high and mighty, they're uh, you know, of a higher status. And that's happened to me. People have been rude. And that's, I guess, goes into the pros of uh, the cons of, of what it's like to be a rideshare driver. You're going to run into people who are going to treat you like you're their servant. 
Like, this car is my car. So turn up that radio and, you know, put it on the music I want to listen to, even if it's not music that you might like. And I think that's just horrible and it's rude and people can be really nasty. And I've gotten to experience that. I've gotten to see in the nasty side of us humans and I don't like it. I didn't like it. And there have been people that were my passengers who pretty much put me down as if, what are you or who are you? You're just some rideshare driver. Like, look at you, you're almost 50 years old. And what are you doing with your life? You're a rideshare driver. They don't know anything about me. They don't know that I published one book. They don't know that I'm an international traveler, that I've worked internationally, that I served in the army or in the Navy. They don't know anything about me, but they're judging me just based off of the job that I currently have. And I could be some multimillionaire who just wants to do rideshare driving from time to time. They don't know. But it also opened my eyes to say, you know, to see that maybe I was that way. Maybe I looked at cab drivers. I know. You know what? That's not true. I know myself. I know that I've never looked at cab drivers or people that do rideshare driving as people who couldn't do any better. And that's only the option that they have. I, I, I firmly think that I'd I never really was somebody who thought like that. Um, but there are people that are that do that. They just, oh, you Uber driver, or you ride share driver, or Lyft share, via driver, because there's so many different uh, companies now. You know, what have you done with your life? I'm a pilot or I'm a blah, 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 and uh, loop-de-doop-de-doo, and uh, I'm better than you. And that's wrong, and it's untrue, and it's so stupid, and it's very ignorant. And I've gotten to experience that. So that's an unfortunate thing. Let's see. Uh, thankfully, I haven't had too many of those passengers. Let's go over to the drunk passengers. Oh, M. Goodness. I do not miss that. This COVID-19 has been a saving grace in that sense. Okay. I don't like COVID-19. COVID-19 is not a good thing. I'm not saying this should last or I want it to last because it's helped me not be around drunk people. No, I want things to get back to normal. I'm not saying I want people to get drunk and drunk, 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 drunk like they have, but uh, there are a lot of people out there getting drunk. And thankfully, they're taking rideshare services. However, I will say I do not miss the drunk, the drunk, the drunk riders, the obnoxious, loud, in-your-face drunk passengers. Because when those people get in my car, again, they're loud, they're obnoxious, and they think they own the car, they think they own you, and they don't realize that my job is just to get you from A to B. It's called transportation, not you own my car. I'm not your personal driver. When I was in Saudi, I had personal drivers, and we paid them, and I think we paid them very well. I, I feel like we paid them well, and they would be there when we needed them. I'm not that person. Rideshare drivers are not your personal drivers. So we need to get you to point A to point B and that's it. But drunk passengers, holy moly, they, they're some of the worst. And I can say 98% of the time I loved being a rideshare driver. But that, those, that 2% dude, wondering if this passenger is going to throw up in my car, that's not a good feeling. Because I used to work nights because nights just were easier for me. Um, the sun's not out, beaming hot in my car, which it gets pretty bad here, of course, in Texas. The traffic is not as bad and uh, the tollways don't cost as much. So it just worked out better for me to work at night. But the 
the consequences <laughs> if you work at night or you're going to run into some people that might not be the nicest people and they won't even remember it in the morning because they're so trashed. And I don't mind pulling over and having people throw up. If they need to throw up, they need to throw up. That's that's okay. But when somebody throws up in my car, that's another story. And one person did. And I won't get into that too much. But let's just say beer and sushi, not a great combination. But anyway, it is more more of the obnoxious people. I mean, the college students can be really rude. College students can be so loud. And college students never tip. I think I met only one to two people that were in college. And I won't name the colleges in the DFW, but if you know Dallas-Fort Worth, you know you know the names of some of those colleges, especially some of those colleges that are expensive. But they never tip. And they'll go out and spend lots and lots of dollars on alcohol or going out to nice restaurants, but they won't tip a rideshare driver, even $1 folks, not even $1. And yet these people that I pick up that, you know, have, you know, they're the workers out there at the warehouses and la 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 la, who probably don't make that much money to begin with. They're, they're the ones that are going to tip. And I'm so grateful for them. But sometimes, you know, I mean, I'm, you can't expect everybody to tip. I'm not saying you're a horrible person for not tipping. I'm just saying it's just weird that those college students that are going out partying and spending money go to really expensive colleges, don't even tip you a dollar. Like, I just don't know what that's about. And other drivers I've talked to said the same thing. So you're, you're not, not only are you getting obnoxious, drunk passengers who just, oh my gosh, it's just, it's, you have to experience it for yourself, but you're also you run into the chance that they're not going to give you a high rating and they're definitely not going to tip you. So it's almost like, why do I do this? When I'm in the car, sometimes I'm just like almost wanting to speed, like go totally faster than I should just so I can get to their destination quicker so they can get out of my car. And, 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 and if that makes me a horrible person, I, I, it makes me a horrible person, but that's definitely one of the things that I do not miss during this whole coronavirus ordeal. And it is something that I definitely did not like uh, about being a rideshare driver. And it wasn't just college students. I mean, there are adults who act like arsehoes too. I, I, oh, yes, in the touching. What is up with guys still thinking it's okay to touch you without your permission? And I'm not saying groping. There's a difference between groping. But the guys still like to touch your arm or touch your shoulder. And they think it's okay. It's not okay. I don't know you. You're not my friend. Stop touching me. Okay, would you like somebody to be touching your sister or your mother or your girlfriend or your, your aunt or any female that you care deeply about? Would you like some stranger to be touching them? Would you like knowing that they're out there and there are people that are possibly going to touch them without their permission? Probably not. So don't do it to somebody you do not know. Thankfully, that hasn't happened more than, other, you know, I mean, that hasn't happened a lot. But when it has happened, it's uncomfortable. And I'm the kind of person that doesn't want to say anything, uh, even with all my background in, in, in security and law enforcement. I'm still one of those people that I don't want to, I don't know, I don't want that confrontation, if you will. But there are times where I've had to say it. I said that to one guy. Uh, I, I kid you guys. I kid you guys not. Uh, this one guy kept touching me, my shoulder from the back. So he's in the back seat and he's kind of almost jealous that his friend in the front seat is talking to me and getting my attention more than he's getting my attention. It's like 1 a.m. on a Tuesday in Dallas, deep alum. And he keeps touching, like kind of not t almost like annoyingly touching, like, like, hey, like uh, imagine somebody's kind of, I don't know, just 
thumping your shoulder and it's annoying. And I don't know this guy and it's just getting on my nerves. And I actually said, could you please not touch me? And he got so offended. He got offended. And he, you know what he said? And I'm not kidding you. He said, it's not like I was trying to pop your pussy. And please forgive me for that language. But that's what he said. I'm not going to repeat it. And when he said that, I got furious. I got furious. I should have just stopped right there and told them to get out of my car. Because none of his friends, the one next to him and the one in the front seat, said anything. And, and none of them were like came to my defense. They didn't say, dude, don't say that. That's rude. How can you talk to somebody like that? None of them said anything. So I don't know if he's like an alpha male and he just was like the ruler of that friendship. You know, I, I really don't know. And I told him, I said, you know, that's not cool. You know, there's so many different ways you could have said what you said without saying it in a derogatory manner. And I was still kind of new to the ride sharing thing. And we were like minutes away from their destination. So I just, you know, shrugged it off. Obviously told him that's not cool. And I said, you guys need to know how to talk to women. And if you haven't heard, you know, women have been reporting feeling uncomfortable and men, you know, stepping over the boundaries of how they treat women. And that's not cool. And I, man, it just, this thinking about that, and this was almost, it's probably a year ago when this happened, makes me so gets me angry. And and he the, the guy had the audacity to say, oh, oh, we got to watch out. You know, that whole Me Too movement, people get so easily offended. And I'm like, really? Because you're getting offended. You're upset. And this is why we have a Me Too movement from douchebags like you. I didn't say that, of course, but that's what I thought. And I was like, also, I wanted to go, oh, excuse me, wow. I'm so sorry that I should be apologizing to you for you touching me without my permission and me saying something about it. How could I be so silly? No, that's not how it works. But yet that's how the guy kind of came off thinking that's what should happen. And uh, I didn't even give his friend a low rating. But I'm going to tell you guys right now, if you've got a douchebag of a friend and you are the owner of that account and you're the one that called for that Uber or that Lyft or whatever rideshare services out there, I'm going to... I'm going to give you a low rating and I'm going to put in the comments why, because I'm not going to be treated like poop and, and then you get away with it. If you can, you know, you are who you hang out with kind of a thing. And it's, it's not, it's, it's like, how's, you know, and that'll teach you maybe to tell your friend not to be such a douchebag or, you know, not take him out anymore. It's up to you. But just scale just guys, you know, make sure you hang out with people that aren't going to treat the rideshare driver in a bad way. And if you have friends that are male, tell them not to touch the rideshare driver. Okay. I'm not saying they're sexually harassing us. I'm just saying who wants to be touched from a stranger without permission. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's common sense and I think it's courtesy and social etiquette, but sometimes I just, I don't know if people even know what social etiquette is anymore. And I definitely want to talk about that in a future episode. I've gone off a little bit from from what I wanted to say. I, I think I've uh, gone over a little bit longer, but uh, not too much longer. And uh, I, I just before I go, I wanted to say a couple of things. Then the, the positive outweigh the negative as a rideshare driver. I, I continue to be a rideshare driver, 
no, it's not just about the money, but it's because of the convenience of, of the whole job. Uh, like I said at the beginning, it's uh, making my own hours, not having a boss, not having to have permission to go tangle. And I think that's really, really cool. And amazing conversations and amazing people that I meet. And yes, with everything in life, with all jobs in life, there are going to be bad stuff that's going to be a part of it. I mean, there's good and bad with just about every job. And um, yeah, so there are bad things about rideshare driving. Um, I didn't say anything about security because I've always, I've never really felt threatened or scared about driving even at two, three, four in the morning. Um, I don't carry a gun. And if I did, I wouldn't tell you. Now would I? <laughs> ching, ching. Um I don't carry mace. Don't think I need to again. But if I did, I won't tell you because you guys know that's my job. So I don't want you, you know, knowing all my secrets. But uh, I but honestly, I've never felt threatened. I've always, you know, 90, like I said, what is it? 80 percent, 90 percent of the time I've had amazing, amazing experiences. And I'm not one of those people as much as I like to talk. I'm not one of those people that make people talk to me. Uh, I kind of get a feel of what a person is going to be like when they get in the car, if they're going to be a chatter or not, uh, if they're willing to converse, that's up to them. If they're not, that's cool. I'll think about what I'm going to eat later or what I'm going to podcast now that I'm podcasting. But uh, I'm, I'm not, I don't force conversations on people. And um, I wish it could be this, you know, the other way around, because there are people that are just shatterboxes. And, and I'm like, sometimes I don't even want to, I don't want to, you know, have a conversation. But as the person that's doing this as a job, you know, it's kind of like, I have no choice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen and be all, you know, I'm gonna try my best to be interested. But uh, so yeah, I, I just, I've really, really surprised myself with how much I like being a rideshare driver. Oh yeah. And I love driving. Of course I love driving. I've always liked driving. And when I lived in Saudi Arabia and we weren't allowed to drive, I was like, that sucks. Cause I love driving. And now I get to drive and get paid for it. So yay, yay to rideshare drivers. So if you have a rideshare, if you ever do rideshare, if you do Uber via, uh, Lyft, and there's another one out there. I can't, I can't remember the name. Obviously, I don't drive for them because I can't remember the name. But if you do any of those, you know, be kind to your, your driver. Don't forget to tip your driver. Even a dollar makes a difference. And I hope and pray that you get good drivers because I know that there are probably some bad ones out there, just like there are bad passengers. And uh, maybe the word is not such great passengers. Um, but uh, for the majority of them, I think, are pretty decent and... Uh, and I hope that remains the case. I hope you have good drivers and I hope you are one of the good passengers. And uh, so I ended up on that. Oh, the last thing I want to talk about, guys, and yes, there's one thing that is especially important, is this guy named John Krasinski. You know him from The Office, and I probably just ruined his name, his last name. Um, he was on The Office. Now he's on um, He's on that show... Um, Oh God, what is he? He's like a, like a, not in the military. Um, holy cow. Anyway, Google it, John Krasinski. And, uh, it's a really good show on, uh, Amazon prime. He does this thing now. I think he started doing it about five weeks ago and it's called SGN, some good news. Again, SGN, some good news on YouTube and 
check it out. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. We need good news. We need positivity out there. And he's trying to get a, give a little bit of it. And he's doing a superb job. Um, I doubt he'll ever listen to this podcast. But if he ever does, John Krasnowski, and I apologize for messing your name up, you are rock. You are awesome. And your wife is an amazing actress and she's so beautiful and you have a beautiful family. And thank you for doing some good news SGN. All right, folks, if you haven't check it out, if you haven't yet checked it out on YouTube, go and check it out. You're not going to regret it. And on that, I'm hitting that 40 minute mark. I I bid you adieu for today, wherever you are. I hope you're, you're doing all right. I hope you're staying safe, staying healthy. This has been Talk Time with Hope. I'm Hope. God bless. See you on the flip side. Bye.